Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, the subscribe, and maybe even that cheeky notification bell. Look at it. Cheeky there. <laughs> oh, what am I saying? And let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from National I271 and says, Am I the asshole for calling my boyfriend a lying piece of shit for not buying me the perfume I wanted for my birthday? I21 female am really into beauty, makeup, skincare, perfumes, etc., and collect perfumes. There's one perfume I've been wanting for quite some time now, but it's been way out of my budget. I'm a college student working a part-time job at the movie theater, which pays about 13 bucks an hour. And I have other priorities to pay for, so it's taken a while for me to save up. I'd finally saved up the amount I needed and was planning on buying myself the perfume as a birthday gift. My birthday was two days ago. I told my boyfriend, 20 male this, and he told me to go spend my money on something else and he'd buy me the perfume instead. I told him he didn't have to considering it's expensive, but he insisted. A few days before my birthday, I asked him if he was sure about buying it and told him again that I had no problem buying it myself. He told me not to worry about it and said he'd already bought and wrapped it. I thanked him and figured since he'd already bought it that I could spend my money on something else. I took my best friend and my younger sister out to a nice restaurant and to the movies after. I wasted more than half the money I'd saved up but obviously didn't think anything of it. For my birthday, my boyfriend gave me my gift and there was a body spray and a bath bomb. I asked him what happened to the perfume. He told me it was a lot more expensive than he expected and was way out of his budget. I got mad at him and asked him why he lied to me and told me to waste my money on something else when he could have easily told me he couldn't afford it and I'd have bought it myself. He called me a spoiled brat and said I was expecting too much from him. I called him a piece of lying shit and left after that. I got a few texts from him and his friends calling me names and saying I'm using him for money. Eh? I also got a text from his mum, who I had a great relationship with, calling me childish for throwing temper tantrums when I don't get my way. I honestly don't see how I'm in the wrong here, but I'm not the type of person to not say sorry if I am. So, am I the arsehole? Edits. Hey everyone, just want to say thank you very much for the feedback and some birthday wishes. I'm going over to my boyfriend's place in an hour to speak with him and his mum. He lives with his parents and I'll probably break up with him. Oof. I'll update you guys later. So Opie added a couple of relevant comments down in the comment section below and said, Hi, I saw this comment and just wanted to respond. I started collecting perfumes when I was 16. At the time, I was living with my parents who paid for all the essentials me and my siblings needed. I did have a job at 16 working at a local ice cream shop, but I was able to use all my money on shopping considering I didn't have any priorities to pay for. Right now I live in a dorm and have to pay for things like books, essentials, groceries, etc. 
I usually work the closing shift at work around five times a week, which is a little over $400 weekly. If I put away $30 every time I get paid, I still have enough money to pay for things I need. It took me almost a year to save up, including money I got from family members on Christmas. This money that I'd saved up wasn't money I needed to pay for important things. This was money I'd saved up over time that was meant to be spent on something I wanted. I paid for everything that needs to be paid for this month and I'm getting paid next week. I'm very good at saving my money and not spending. This was money that was supposed to go towards the perfume, not other more important priorities. I respect your opinion and I'm not trying to change your point of view, but I just wanted to clear that up and explain. Another comment which says, I get what you're trying to say, but like I said, I'm putting a small amount of money away each month. I make $1,800 a month. I'm taking student loans from my parents, meaning they're paying for my college tuition. And when I get my education and a higher paying job, I will be paying them back. It is about $1,200 or less, it depends, to buy things I need. That means I have around $600 to use and save. If I put away $30 of those $600, I still have $570 left. That amount I put in savings and I'm able to invest in some of it. So I have a lot more money saved up, but I'm using that in case of emergencies or more important things. I could take money out of that and use it to buy the perfume, but I don't want to because the perfume isn't an emergency. I'm saving that money in case of something important. I'm not saving every penny I don't need for things I want. I'm not left with $30 at the end of every month. And the part about collecting, I'm collecting it for myself. I'm not about selling them when I need extra money or when I don't want them anymore. For example, I'd say Jackie Aina collects perfumes. I really like her videos and want a collection like hers, but I'm more financially stable and able to provide myself with that. I have all my finances under control and I know what I'm doing, so you don't have to worry about that. I'm not saying this to be rude, but just want to clear that up. I found it really annoying in this one that OP has to explain her budget to everyone when it's a them issue that they can't focus on the real story here. In which he lied to you, you know, he was promising something and then didn't follow through. And instead of just admitting it when he saw the price, he got you something cheaper, which, you know, you check with him multiple times if he can get it. And, you know, you're more than happy to get it with your own money. But he said, no, spend your money. He must know you have this perfume collection, how much it means to you and all this kind of thing. And then does a thing which I, I, I really hate is then goes to everyone else and starts telling everyone else probably his version of this story and then his mum phones you to tell you off <laughs> absolutely not the asshole to me but op does update their post and they said hi everyone i just want to say thank you so much for all the feedback and nice comments so many of you guys were so sweet and some even offered to help me out financially you really don't know how much that means to me so i did go to his parents place to clear things up i sat down with him and told him i didn't think i could continue the relationship he started crying and saying he'd save up his money and never lie to me again. I told him that the perfume isn't the problem and I wouldn't have cared at all if he'd been honest with me. It's the fact that he lied then got his friends to call me names and harass me. He said he never did that and showed me their text messages. I read through them and all he said was that I didn't like his gift, which isn't the case. I asked him if he deleted messages but he denied. I showed him the messages I got from his friends and he got mad and called them. He basically cursed them out and told them to not talk to me again. He even offered to cut contact with them, but I didn't really know what to say to that. I did apologize for my words though, because I did feel like I was being too harsh. I did confront him about his mum and he apologized for that. He admitted to lying to her so she'd take his side. 
He said he knew that she would take my side if she heard the truth, and he already felt shitty enough about lying and making me upset, so he didn't want to hear it from his mum too. I did get upset at that because he was jeopardizing my relationship with his family just to save face. I wouldn't even have told his mum, so he just involved her for no reason. He apologized and called his mum to his room so her and I could talk. I showed her the messages between him and I and explained what really happened. She apologized over and over again and even offered to give me the amount that I needed. She scolded my boyfriend and he also apologized numerous times. I genuinely believe he's sorry but I honestly don't know how to feel. We've been dating for two years and he's always been an amazing boyfriend to me. I love him more than anything and I do see a future with him. I just want some time to think about everything though. He did ask me to stay the night and I agreed. He's sleeping on my chest right now but I'm going to try to go back to my dorm soon. I know a lot of you guys told me I should end things. I was really considering it, but now I'm not sure. I just need time to think this over. I did write this yesterday, so sorry if it's a bit confusing. I stayed off my phone and social media for the better part of today, so I didn't realize my update didn't post. Sorry about that. Nothing has really happened today. My boyfriend has sent me a bunch of paragraphs about how he's sorry and loves me, and I haven't answered yet. I'm not really sure what to do at this point, but that's pretty much it. OP added some additional comments and says, I want to clear a few things up since I saw some people talk about it in the comments on my original post. I'm not ungrateful for the gift he got whatsoever. I have no problem with inexpensive gifts and would have loved it if he hadn't lied to me. I'd have zero problem with him telling me it was too expensive and getting me the gift he got if he hadn't lied and told me to spend my money elsewhere. I asked him over text if he was sure about getting it and he said yes and even asked me to send the link. I did so, so I'm assuming he'd know about the price tag beforehand. I do not think going out with my sister and best friend was a waste of money. My first language is Swedish as my parents are from there and we lived there until we moved to America a few years ago. Sometimes I translate sentences in my head and it comes out wrong. In Swedish I would have said, and I'm not going to try and pronounce that, which would translate to, I wasted my money on going out to eat. When me and my friends say that in Swedish, it doesn't come off in an aggressive way, and more in a, I spent all my money on XYZ type of way, if that makes sense, lol. That's my fault and I'm really sorry if it came out in a rude way. That was not my intention. Some of you guys were asking what perfume it was and it's the Baccarat Rouge 540 Extrait and it retails for $465. 5. Some of you were also wondering what body spray got me and it was the Strawberry Pound Cake from BBW. I want to add that I never had a reason not to believe him. He's never lied to me and, and isn't a stingy person. I have no issue with him thinking it's too expensive. I don't like him lying and telling me to use the money I'd specifically save for towards something else. Final edit from OP. Edit, you guys were right. I sent him a breakup text a few hours ago and he's been spamming me. I haven't been answering and I'm glad I saw that he was manipulating me with his crocodile tears. Well, that went back and forth at the end there. I could have sworn that she was going to stay with him, but that very last edit confirms that they are breaking up. But what do you guys make of this situation? Do you think you would have broken up over that or do you think you can move past it? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Now, before we do get into this next story, I do want to give you a couple of warnings. It does contain child neglect and parentification so if you do want to skip the story please feel free to do so timestamps are always down in the description and along the timeline below thank you and it's from expensive page 8666 and says would i be the asshole for telling my sister i won't attend her wedding because i hate her fiance older sister brooke 32 female fiance mark 32 male me no nickname necessary 25 female younger sister jenny 22 female my sister, who all her Brooke, has been together with Mark since freshman year of high school. As far as I understand it, they did not want to get married initially because Brooke is vehemently child-free, and Mark agrees with her. But they have decided to hold a wedding-slash-commitment ceremony next spring, after a lot of years of back and forth. The problem is, I've known Mark since I was a kid. He started coming around to the house a lot when he and Brooke were sophomores in high school. I was eight or so when I first met him as Brooke's boyfriend. I have basically hated him the whole time. I've tried to be polite, particularly now that we are all adults, but I just want to go to the wedding of my sister and the guy she's always put before her family. As an example, when Brooke and Mark started dating, Brooke went from eating dinner at home with the rest of us every night to going out two or three times a week with Mark and his friends. This was against our parents' rules and caused a lot of arguments that negatively impacted both me and our younger sister Jenny was barely in kindergarten at the time and didn't understand what was going on. Brooke and our parents started fighting basically every night and it was incredibly disruptive to our home life. My sister went from being my best friend to a stranger and Mark was the one encouraging it. The stress of those years was so bad that I had to repeat fourth grade, failed math, and I was bullied really badly for that. I stopped going to school looking nice because there was so much tension in the home that no one was paying attention to whether or not I had clean clothes. Jenny also struggled academically and socially, but I was able to step in and help her more with things like getting dressed and packing her lunch, though she doesn't remember those years as negatively as I do. Of course, as soon as Brooke and Mark graduated, he convinced her to move across the country to go to college. Our parents were really hurt by this, and there were a few years she didn't come home over Christmas or summers. Eventually, things cooled down when I was in high school, and Brooke started making more contact with our family but Mark would do things like glare at our parents over their dinner table and suddenly declare that it was time for them to go. I don't think I should have to go to the wedding of my sister and this guy that stole her from us. I'm planning on RSVPing no when the time comes. Our family has been minimally involved in wedding planning and I'm not in the bridal party or anything like that. They're all friends of Brooke and Mark from the hospital where they work. Would I be the arsehole? Now, I have to say it in this one, it feels like this family is incredibly controlling. From what was explained in this, it didn't sound like Brooke or Mark did anything that was out of the ordinary. And in some ways, it sounds like Brooke wanted to get away from it all. And, and Mark was aware of the situation that was going on at home, the way that he was glaring over the table. 
And I'll tell you now that the post was voted, you're the arsehole. And it was pretty much along the same way, like with the warning on the story about parentification, it was going down that route. So OP did edit the post and it said, I'm getting a lot of feedback that Brooke was potentially parentified. If anyone has recommendations for podcasts or books about that, I would appreciate it. I think I need to learn more about her experiences before I decide about the wedding. Since we did used to be close and it would be unfortunate to lose a relationship entirely which is what some commenters think will happen if I skip the wedding. Thank you. Edit two, please stop attacking my parents. They have their faults, but they did not have many resources when we were young. It's important to me to support them now that they are older and can't work, but I also want to support Brooke and understand better now that I have not been handling this in a mature way. I will be apologizing to her and asking her for more of her perspective on things from our childhood. I'm going to stop reading now, but I appreciate your help. Thank you. So before we move on, I'll just give you a couple of the top comments from that post. It started off saying, I think you're being childish and petty over stupid shit. I think it's insane that one of your examples is she wasn't eating at home as often. Apparently you're blaming your sister for shit you aren't entitled to. You failed math. No one else made you do that. Your parents sound just as immature. Why aren't you blaming them for creating a toxic home life? Why aren't you mad at them that you had to take care of your younger sister? She's their child. The way you talk, it feels like you feel ownership over her instead of being an individual. It's weird. It's like grow up and get over it. Jesus, you're the arsehole. Another commenter said, Info. None of the problems you described were Mark's fault. Brooke started having the usually teen feelings of wanting to be more independent and getting invested in her relationships and that conflicted with your parents' rules. That's not on Mark. You have not described any single action or statement that makes it clear whether Mark is controlling or just objects to your parents trying to control their now adult daughter. So why is your issue specifically with Mark? Or is he just the easy scapegoat for your family not being as comfortably and conflicted free as when you were a child? That commented then quotes about the stress and being bullied, etc. And then says, these are all things that are your parents' fault, not Mark's fault. Your parents were neglectful. Mark may simply have been invested in getting Brooke away from a bad family situation. So OP made another post which says, how do I apologize to my 25 female older sister, 32 female, for how parentified she was by our parents? It says, my sister left home after high school and for a long time I blamed her and her boyfriend, now fiance, for that. I want to learn more about parentification and her experiences growing up because I'm starting to understand that our parents were not fair to her and put a lot of unreasonable caregiving responsibilities on her. She did most of the cooking, laundry, and helping me and my younger sister with schoolwork while my parents were busy working long shifts at their jobs. But I do not want to trigger her. And I think this period of her life was probably very difficult. How do I start this conversation with her? What questions should I ask? If there is a good opportunity to apologize, what should I say? Thank you for your help. I decided to talk to my younger sister first, so I texted her this morning and asked if she could call me to talk about our older parents. She did, and started off by asking what she thought about our parents generally, and how they handled the Brooke and Mark situation more generally. I'll use the nicknames from the other post, but these aren't their real names. We had a good conversation, the details of which I won't share, but the general tone was that yes, my younger sister thinks our parents put way too much responsibility on me and Brooke for raising her that she plans to keep firm boundaries with them as she finishes school and starts working. I asked her about the money she sends home and told her if it was a financial burden on her, she should stop. But she said she never sends more than she can afford and she wants to do it since she doesn't want to come home and do the caregiving tasks that I'm doing for them. She also asked me about my plans for the future. 
I told her that I don't know, but that I eventually want to have the nursing assistant credential and work more hours outside of the home. Apparently, she and Brooke have also had some conversations about our parents' finances. They have a pact that when they die, which hopefully won't be for a long time, I can inherit the house solo, even if they are given shares of it in the will, which I appreciate a lot. I now feel more comfortable with what I will want to say slash ask Brooke. I think it was a good idea to talk to Jenny first. Jenny told me that Brooke isn't mad at me and will like to hear it from me, which is a big relief. The top comment on that one said, I saw your Am I the Arsehole post and I'm glad you come to this conclusion. I have younger siblings too. I am the eldest and if they come to me wanting to have a conversation, I'll be open for that. However, you are correct to assume that you need to be careful in approaching this to her. I don't know about your sister, but if I was in her position, I'd be more open if you started with an apology. Not for your parents, but for your treatment towards her and your future brother-in-law. Tell her that you understand that this might open up old wounds, but if she is willing to talk, you'd be happy to be there for her. Keep the door open, but leave the discussion to start a conversation on her when she is ready. I hope you have a better relationship with your sister in the future. I hope it is not too late. I hope it means you can also be happy for her on her wedding. OP adds one more update which was on their profile and says, I really appreciate everyone who commented on both posts. Thank you for your feedback and help deconstructing the situation. I talked to Brooke Tuesday night after my parents went to bed and it was really beneficial for both of us, I think. I apologize profusely for how bitter I've been over things that happened when we were younger and for how I've treated Mark when he's been such a strong support for her all these years. Brooke accepted the apology for herself and on Mark's behalf and also offered to give me Mark's cell number so we could start to build up more of our own relationship. Brooke also shed some light on more context for those rough teenage years. Like some of you predicted, she did really find solace in Mark from all of the pressure at home and in particular, the pressure to go to church, dress and act in the way church demands and pretend to believe in things she disagrees with. She and my parents would argue over new beliefs she formed from conversations with Mark including some science-denying opinions that I was surprised to hear my parents used to believe in. At this point, they are much stronger believers in secular medicine, probably due to the increased medical issues that they've needed to treat. But apparently when Brooke was growing up, they only supported homeopathy and natural medicines. She also found it interesting to hear some of my perspectives on how our parents have changed as they have gotten older. Since I am their primary caregiver, I've spent more time with them than either Brooke or Jenny and I've witnessed a lot of positive changes in them over the years. She was also interested in my plans for the future beyond our parents and was touched that I wanted to try to pursue nursing like her eventually. I'm going to try to learn more about personal finance and Brooke is willing to help me by sharing her journey there. I'm hoping that this will help me save up more of a nest egg for the future. In terms of therapy, I do like my current therapist who is a licensed social worker. Since he has some really useful recommendations for how to take care of my parents while taking care of myself and avoiding burnout without being creepy about trying to get me to date in our small town. I'll also check out text therapy though, since that might be a nice option to give me more contact with the world outside of our very small country community. And this whole exercise has really illuminated the benefits and the cons for the benefits outweighed them of getting outside perspective on some problems. I think me and Brooke will have a much better relationship moving forward. And I also think going through this process has helped clarify some priorities for me. That's incredibly valuable. Thank you for all your help. And then the comment on that one said, not many people make it this far, but congratulations on taking the steps to better yourself. Good luck on pursuing nursing. Hope you will go to the wedding. 
and I do love to see that because it is pretty rare. You know, usually if someone gets a you're the arsehole verdict, either they double down or the account gets abandoned. But to take the advice that was in that original you're the arsehole post to put it to use to educate yourself on how your sister was brought up and how she was dealing with things herself and then make the effort to understand it from her perspective and see what was going on, I think is, is just a good thing. On the flip side, it still does leave me incredibly concerned about OP and their caregiving towards their parents and how OP might be being treated. The parents do still concern me a lot in this one, but obviously I don't know. What do you guys make of this situation? How would you deal with it with if it was you? Maybe you faced something similar in the past in terms of parentification. Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. You're absolutely amazing. And hopefully we'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.